Uh, welcome as always to each of you as we gather together to worship our Lord today across time and space and place. It is good as always for us to be together. Blessed be God, the one who forms us, Jesus who bears the cross, the spirit who makes our joy complete. Amen. Let us bow before our God in humility, confessing our sins. Steadfast and faithful God, you have revealed the ways of justice, yet we fail to follow you. We are overwhelmed by the world's violence and suffering. We are afraid to risk what we have for the sake of others. For the harm we have caused, known and unknown, forgive us. For the unjust demands we place on others and your creation, forgive us. For the ways we turn from, for the ways we turn away from you and our neighbor, forgive us. Lead us back to you and set us on the right path. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Beloved in Christ, God's justice stretches beyond all understanding. God's compassion is beyond compare. In Jesus, God is always making a new way for us. In Christ, you are already and always forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, you show perpetual loving kindness to us, your servants. Because we cannot rely on our own abilities, grant us your merciful judgment and train us to embody the generosity of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading this day comes from Philippians, the first chapter. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing, for God has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for Christ as well, since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for their usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. 
And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought that they would receive more. But each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. If there is ever a text that shows off that the kingdom of heaven radically goes against all of our notions of fairness and how the world should work, this would be it. There are a lot of different ways to understand this text, but what I'm going to suggest for us today is that when we pray together in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. This story is what we are praying for. And like everything else in the Bible, it should both challenge and comfort us. To be a day laborer in biblical times was no easy task. You worked payday to payday. There was no such thing as saving money because you earned each day what you needed for the next day. In the mornings, you got up, probably had some other chores at home that you needed to do, and then you went and joined all the other day laborers at the town center and stood around and waited to get hired. Not getting a job for a day would have been extremely stressful. It would mean that your family would go with less or even without the next day. So I think we can imagine the panic. The workers who were hired at 9, noon, 3, and 5 were feeling before they got the job. And then the relief that they felt at being hired, to know that even if it wasn't a whole day's wage that they brought home, it would be something. And then, of course, the absolute awe they would have felt having received the usual daily wage along with the others. Or put another way, the absolute awe they would have felt having received enough to live on the next day. Our story does not tell us why the laborers who were hired later and later and later in the day weren't hired earlier. Maybe those folks had something going on at home, a sick family member, a a member of their livestock. Many had sheep and goats that they needed to tend to, or perhaps something important had broken and it needed their immediate attention. Whatever it is, this prevented them from getting to the marketplace on time. Or... Maybe they were there on time, but maybe some of them appeared to be much too old or much too young or looked weaker than the other laborers, and so they were passed over for stronger-looking workers. 
Or maybe there wasn't the usual amount of work available and that day it just wasn't their lucky day to be picked. We don't know the reason and neither does the landowner, but it doesn't seem to matter to him. He gives them all what they will need for the next day, no questions asked. The landowner sees all of the laborers as created in God's image who each deserve to have enough to live on regardless of their circumstance, regardless of whether or not it seems fair to those who were hired earlier. And this is what we pray for in the Lord's Prayer when we say, Give us this day our daily bread. We aren't praying, Give me this day my daily bread. It is us and our When we pray for daily bread, we mean everything that a person needs each day to live on. So it includes that daily love and grace from God for food and water, shelter and clothing, loving and safe relationships, everything a person needs to live. We pray this for, yes, ourselves, but also for all of us gathered here and for everyone in the world that we would all have enough for this day. There are no qualifiers on this. We pray for all to have enough this day without any regard for their circumstances, without any regard for if we believe that they deserve it, without any regard for all of the differences we have, without regard for their financial situation or any other type of qualifier that we can come up with. All are deserving. You are deserving to have enough for this day, for each day, because you and all people have been created in the image of God and Jesus Christ has lived and died and rose for you and for all people, no exceptions. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. And if this feels kind of hard, well, that's because it is. We all make judgments about our own selves and about others, about who should be deserving of receiving things and who is in or who is out when it comes to God's grace and that daily bread we pray for. We think God's love for us and the world in Jesus is smaller than what it really is. And so often we exclude ourselves or others for one reason or another. But the good news is, folks, That the decision of who's in and who is out, of who is deserving and who is undeserving, isn't up to you and me. That belongs to God, and God promises you through the cross of Jesus Christ that you and every single living being is worthy of daily bread and worthy of the love and grace of God made known to us in Jesus Christ. And this worth is not dependent upon if you got to the field at 6 a.m. or 5 p.m. It is not dependent upon your circumstance or what you look like or what you can and can't physically do or how old you are or how much money you have or what you've done. It's not dependent on you at all. It only depends on Christ. In Christ, God found it worthy to become a human being and to live and know the joy and the pain of being a human. In Christ, God experienced humiliation and rejection and death on a cross. In Christ, God conquered the powers of sin and death and freed us all from them and frees us to pray that radical prayer, give us 
this day our daily bread. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Whether we are rich or poor, young or old, strong or weak, regardless of if we have followed the straight and narrow path or ventured off elsewhere, regardless of who we love or what we look like, regardless of what we have done or left undone, Lord, give us this day our daily bread, not because of who we are, but because of who you are, because you love and give grace to us all each and every day. Amen. We will sing together the hymn, Lord of All Hopefulness. Living together in trust and hope, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. 
He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Gathered together into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. God is at work in you. Thanks be to God.